Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Week 14, saving the best for last. Oh my gosh. What a pair of fantastic, freaky, and super fun finishes on Monday Night Football. Except, here's the problem. You couldn't possibly watch them both at the same time unless you had two TVs. (laughs) I don't like how they did this. I don't want to be Debbie Downer here and start with a negative, but I don't like it. Why not straddle the start time so it's... I don't know, top of the hour and bottom of the hour. Why not say 8 o'clock Eastern or 8 o'clock New York time, which is where the Packers and Giants were playing, and then go with, I don't know, 8.30 Miami time, which is where the Dolphins were hosting the Titans so that we could see more of each of these games without having to flip back and forth. I had radio and TV going at one point because that was how I could follow them both. Pretty incredible, though, regardless of whether or not we saw it. Do you know that with the Dolphins losing, there were six division leaders? Six of the eight divisions saw their leaders drop games this weekend. That is how topsy-turvy and utterly unpredictable the NFL can be from week to week. And you guys know, I haven't said this all season, but it's so true. And this week was another indication. When you make predictions, the NFL laughs in your face. You think you got something for me? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) What a funny Monday night football. I can't call it a double header. Double feature? How about that? It was a Monday Night Football double feature. I was planning on throwing a question out there about Shohei Otani and his contract and your reaction. And we will talk about it because we've got more deets. We've got the dirty deets, you guys. But because of the wild back and forth and twists and turns and and crazy comebacks that we saw, with both the Titans, who end up stunning the Dolphins, but also the Giants. Now, they had been ahead most of the game against the Packers until Green Bay took the lead following a Saquon Barkley fumble. So, yeah, that one was a a wacky finish, too, though the Giants, like I said, they ended up getting the lead back in the late stages, very late stages. Either way, because of... Tommy DeVito, and even Will Levis, who's a rookie starter, 
because of stories like Gardner Minshaw or Minshaw or whatever his name is, according to to Mike Francesa. Mishaw, that's it. Gardner Mishaw. Whether it's a backup quarterback, whether it's an unknown, we've had two punt return touchdowns in overtime to win games. One by an undrafted rookie free agent, another by a guy who just started returning punts in the NFL. That was his very first game returning punts. We've certainly got some incredible team stories, meaning, hmm, well, Joe Flacco's another incredible story, which, by the way, he's still on the Browns practice squad. It's kind of funny how that works out. But you could go Joe Flacco on me at 38 years old who just got picked up by Cleveland a couple weeks ago. We could talk about the Colts and the Texans being above 500 in their first year in with... Shane Steichen and D'Amico Ryans, right? We could talk about the Denver Broncos having won six of seven with Sean Payton and a resurgent Russell Wilson. Whatever the story is, maybe it's the Cowboys finally showing some teeth and not only beating up on the ugly redheaded stepchildren of the NFL. Maybe it's the Lions because they still have a two-game lead in the NFC North. Whatever it is. What is the best, hmm, what is the finest made-for-TV movie in the NFL this season? (laughs) It's like a Hallmark movie, except those are not believable. The NFL, well, it's, I guess, more believable, slightly more believable. Where do you find the best movie script in the NFL this season? We're excited to have you with us. It's a Monday night. Hope you survived your Monday. I am not joking about this. I spent, this is before football kicked off, four hours on the phone with wedding calls. Last details. The coordinator, the DJ, the woman who's doing makeup for me and for a couple members of my family. The photographer, my future husband, (laughs) my mother, (laughs) and in the middle of all this, my friend who owns a dog, well, a pet beauty salon, but mostly dogs, a dog grooming business. She stops by with her daughters and the caravan to cut Penny's nails. So thank heavens that's finally done in my living room, no doubt. So I'm on the phone with the photographer while Penny's getting her nails cut. Poor thing. She probably thought I deserted her because I was in another room. But at least she's not click, 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 clicking all over the house. So yeah, it was a wild Monday, as in, I think my head is still spinning. And that was even before football started. And it's only just begun. 48 hours. In exactly 48 hours, I will be... Early in the 1,700-mile drive to Texas in exactly 48 hours. I'm going to text Jay, not while I'm driving, but maybe while Bob is driving, to let you know that we're not listening. Just kidding. (laughs) I cannot. I cannot listen to work while I'm not working. So that's not going to happen. But I'll at least let you know. I'll do the 
state line crossing text messages. Oh, that's fun. We crossed into Pennsylvania. Now we're into Maryland. Now we're into Virginia. We'll be in Virginia for a long time. Now we're into Tennessee. Now we're into Arkansas. And then from Arkansas into Texas. Can you get me a license plate of, like, each car as you pass by? Like, look where I am now. Meaning a photo? Yeah, a photo. Okay. Keep it fun. I can do... uh, Something to do, right? Oh, yes. Because I have nothing to do right now. (laughs) Just in case I need to fill some time. I got you. (laughs) No, I can do that. The license plate game. I'm going to suggest that to Bob because we're going to be in the car for a long time. In fact, the first stint, because we have to get to Texas uh, in under 48 hours, the first stint is going to be about 18 hours of driving with only stops for gas. This, this is why Penny needs drugs. She could be like Micah Parsons, taking every <laughs> drug known to man. So she can... <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You guys, it's wedding week, and I'm giddy, but I'm also trying to stay grounded because there's still so much that has to be done. OMG. You can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. I suppose you want an update on the flowers, don't you? All right. Well, you'll have to wait. That'll keep you listening. Uh, Thank you for asking. I'll deliver an update as we get through this edition of the show. We'll have a bunch of injury updates slash QB news. Because, well, Patrick Mahomes is doing a mea culpa, as is his head coach. And we also have the latest from Steelers camp after their abysmal loss on Thursday night. The Vikings are trying to figure out what to do with their offense as well, considering they made a quarterback change mid-game in week 14. And then, just so you know, it's not all football. We've got two teams. Two teams in the NBA that are on franchise record losing streaks. Wah, wah, wah. And I'm not sure if you heard about uh, the John Morant testimony, but it's kind of fascinating. Plus Otani. The details about Otani's contract. They're a bit jaw-dropping. They really are. They're a bit jarring when you see the numbers, except it makes so much sense. He and his camp. Now, I'm not saying this all came from Otani's mind, though he seems like a guy who is very active in his own affairs, right? He's making decisions. It's not just about the agents and his camp. But what is apparent is that he has got an extremely intelligent and innovative team around him. It's groundbreaking. It's the richest contract in sports history, not just baseball, but sports history. And yet, the vast majority of it is deferred, meaning he's not going to see it for a long time. Ooh, The Dodgers are going to make a ton of money off him early, and then they're going to have to pay up late. (laughs) They definitely are. But it's brilliant. If you haven't yet voted for Monday MVP, you can find the poll on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, or my Twitter. Right now, it's a, actually, it's a really tight race. Although maybe somebody wants to write in Tommy DeVito. Hmm. 
So Twitter, Facebook, that's how you can connect with us. We have a lot to do, as in a lot to do. The next four hours will go oh so quickly. As I say, it was nearly unprecedented. Six division leaders in the NFL losing this weekend. That doesn't happen very often. And yet this season especially, and actually Baltimore nearly came close to making it seven, right? Because Baltimore uh, won in overtime. But this season, anything can and will happen. And there is no team that's immune. Think about who the Jets have beaten this season, right? That That is almost a microcosm of the NFL, right? The Jets have beaten the Eagles, and they've beaten the Texans among their multiple wins, not to mention the Bills, right? So the Jets maybe kind of underscore how wacky this season is. And so maybe that should have been a cautionary tale for the Miami Dolphins. One thing's for certain, they are not the same team without Tyreek Hill. But that's not the only reason that the offense went cold in the late stages. Man, it looked like they were golden and heading for win number 10 on Monday night. And we're going to start at the beginning, and then we can work our way backwards. Did I say beginning? (laughs) It's the opposite of what I meant to say. It's going to be one of those nights where I think one thing and the opposite comes out of my mouth. It can be very confusing. Just nod and smile. Nod and smile. Should I flash the Tony, Tony, the Tommy DeVito Italian sign? I'm going to do that at Christmas. We do the Christmas Eve dinner. Uh, Do you think he does the Christmas Eve dinner with the seven fishes? I know he does the Christmas Eve dinner with the seven fishes. You do? Do you think he flashes the Italian sign? I, I think absolutely he does. I don't actually know for a fact, but I got to assume that he does, right? So he played his college ball at Syracuse, and a friend of mine went to Syracuse with him, or at least was on campus with him, and apparently directed him one time to the best such-and-such restaurant on the hill, which is what they call it. And now that friend of mine thinks it's it's his claim to fame. (laughs) Mike, because you gave Tommy DeVito a restaurant (laughs) recommendation on the hill. Fantastic. I wonder if he remembers who gave him that restaurant. Then it would be, right? Yeah, so we're going to start from the end and work our way backward in Miami. Because the Dolphins, of all teams, you would think, when they take a 14-point lead with under five minutes to go, yeah, it should be safe. Not so much because their defense is terrific, but because when you put the ball in their hands, well, they can keep the ball in their hands. They've got an offense that can Move down the field. And after a Will Levis fumble leads to Raheem Mostert's second touchdown in under 90 seconds, that's the crazy part, is it happens so fast for the Dolphins, too. They score 14 points off turnovers in under 90 seconds. And now they're inside of a five minutes to go, right? So they've got five minutes left in the fourth quarter. They're up by 14 points. It had to feel like the... Titans had gift-wrapped this win to them. Now, we know Will Levis can chuck the ball. But it certainly hasn't seemed like this Tennessee Titans offense had a whole lot to offer in terms of cohesion and rhythm and chunk plays, right? That's the part that's so impressive is that they weren't an inept on offense in those last five minutes 
they were chucking and ducking. And so it was pretty cool. Will Levis likes a challenge, and he was more than ready for the one that he faced on Monday night. Under five minutes to go. Titans down by 14, and they're trying to make something, anything happen. First and goal at the two. Levis looks, 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 pumps, steps up, looks, throws, caught! Touchdown! Titans! DeAndre Hopkins! Mike Keith on Titans Radio, and they followed up with a two-point conversion. Something that jumped out at me on this drive, did you see how many times they went to Ty Spears? So he was actually... Oh, uh, it, in the run game, he got seven carries, but he was actually more effective when they were throwing him the ball. It's cool when you can have an offense with pieces that you can put in multiple places or can use in various sets. You change up the looks. Sometimes it impacts the defense. Sometimes you can catch the defense off guard. And Ty Spears played a major role in what was a touchdown that pulled them within a single score. DeAndre Hopkins gets into the end zone, and then Miami gets the ball back. And this is what I mean about the offense for the Dolphins. If nothing else, they can hurt you so many ways, right? Jalen Waddell, Tyreek Hill, who was on the field in the fourth quarter, Raheem Mostert, Devon Achan, who's just back, Tua himself, And yet, it was the quickest three and out of Miami's entire season. And if if that's not completely accurate, it was one of the quickest. Not even 30 seconds with the football. That was just as stunning as the way the Titans were able to score so quickly. Because Miami had a chance to run more time off the clock. And instead gave the ball right back to a white-hot Titans offense after not even 30 seconds. The other thing that is apparent is at that point, the Miami defense is tired, right? They barely get a blow on the sidelines. And gosh, you know what it's like when you have to try to slow down Derrick Henry. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is second down. Give Henry turning the left side, diving. Touchdown, Tycho! Derrick Henry has knotted the count with 149 to go. On a three-yard run. The setup for this one is a 36-yard strike to DeAndre Hopkins. And so, yeah, instead of the Dolphins looking like they could win a variety of ways, all of a sudden the Titans couldn't be stopped. They've got the run game. They've got the deep threat. They've got guys going underneath. They've got the shallow passing catching game. It just was really impressive the way that they kept the Dolphins off balance and that Dolphins defense almost looked like it was guessing. Second guessing, just a day late and a dollar short. That's how quickly it can change in the NFL. So that three and out, it was damaging for Miami. The Dolphins do get the ball back, and they do have about 90 seconds to go. But at this point, it almost felt like it felt like the Titans defense was inspired by what they'd seen from the offense and just had to slam the door. It's fourth and two, 30 seconds to go. Tonga Vailoa on the ball. Looking, looking, in trouble, trip. Yes! Oh, hell yes! <laughs> oh my goodness, Harold Landry! Oh, well, that was quick. But yeah, there's a lot more to be said, so I'll say it so that Mike Keith doesn't have to. This was a sign of a team that has not given up, right? A sign of a team that's not tanking. They haven't mailed it in. They're not playing out the string. Give me all your sports cliches. Nah, this is a team that still really, really wants to win. These guys are gamers. This was their first road win of the season. But the Titans pulled to five and eight. More damaging, the Dolphins dropped to nine and four in their quest to potentially be the top seed. This weekend, by virtue of their walk-off punt return touchdown, the Baltimore Ravens are now a game up in the quest for top seed in the AFC. As the dust settles on week 14, here's looking at you, Ravens. So we're going to hear from both Tennessee and Miami. Tyreek Hill, too. He was off the field for probably the mm, middle chunk, that maybe half of the game in the middle chunk, second, third quarters, which certainly stunted the Dolphins' offense. And yet I wouldn't have thought that. I wouldn't have thought that losing Tyreek would have such a drastic difference. Not that it doesn't make a difference, but it's not like they don't have any other weapons. You'll hear what Tua has to say about their offense and why it shriveled up and died in the late stages. All right, that's melodramatic. But while we're talking about drama, we're asking you which of the storylines in the NFL this season makes for the best movie script. So on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS, Jay gave you a couple of examples. Also on our Facebook page, Named after the show, YouTube channel named after the show. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Bosa remains the running back. 
second down and goal from just inside the three. They put it down. In goal in motion. And oh. to Moster. He reaches for the goal line. They're giving him a touchdown. touchdown. That's number 15 on the year. Levis. Uh -oh. They pitch it. The ball gets past Henry. He goes Dolphins back. It's still it. on the ground. Dolphins got it. I think it's Chubb at the bottom of that pile at the 12-yard line. They try to pitch it to uh, Derrick Henry. The pitcher's a little high. He couldn't handle it. And Chubb got back there and got it. From the five-yard line. Took it by Lowe out of the gun. Pitches it to his left to Boaster. Running to his left. He's got a blocker into the end zone. Ingold led the way. Touchdown, Dolphins. That's two tonight for Boaster. It's 26-13 Miami, and what a turn of events. Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. After the Titans' third turnover excuse me, of the game and 14 points off turnovers in fewer than 90 seconds, a pair of Raheem Mostert touchdowns in the fourth quarter, the Miami Dolphins were sitting pretty. Under five minutes to go, it looked as though they had their 10th win all but in the bag, and yet it so drastically changed as the Titans rally with a pair of touchdown drives themselves and a couple of humongous defensive stops in the final four and a half minutes. So what exactly went wrong? I mean, we're talking about a Dolphins team that had a ton of rushing yardage, Right? They were able to get over 150 yards rushing, which is usually good for ball control. Raheem Mostert had nearly 100 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Devon Achan, a handful of carries as well. Tyreek Hill was back on the field late in this game. Jalen Waddle was their leading receiver. They got a lot of weapons. So what happened to uh It's the NFL. Anything can happen. Um, we got to do a better job finishing the game with the time that we had while we had the ball. Um, not allowing their opposing team's offense to, to get that opportunity to go down and potentially score. Um, it's a team sport. Can't blame one side, but I would say from an offensive standpoint, there's things that uh, we could have done a lot better uh, to not have gone through what we've gone through tonight. It was a legitimate team loss. I think everybody had their hand in it. Um, I don't think it was intentional. I don't think people uh, went through the motions during the week. I th it was a really, really good week of practice, I thought. Um, but, you know, you had uh, you had a lot of yards given up in a short amount of time. You had um, a, a shorter field position, um, and you had an offense that went three and out. Yeah, and he, of course, takes that personally because offense is his baby. He's so innovative and creative, and for whatever reason, the last four and a half minutes, they couldn't really keep that offense sustained. Uh, they did get a first down on that last possession, though ultimately Tua gets sacked to end their threat. But the three and out in which they don't even keep the ball for 25 seconds, that was a tough one. Tyreek Hill ends up leaving the game in the first half and missing a good chunk of the, the second and third quarters. It was a lot of pain, man. It was, it sucked. When it, when it actually happened, you know, I'm, I, I obviously been dealing with some ankle injuries this whole season, and you know when it happened, like my my first reaction was like, man, my my ankle broke. Then my my adrenaline kicked in. I ran off the field. And then I sat for a while and got stiff. 
He was able to get back out there on the field. He told the media afterwards, as part of answering questions about his ankle, that he texted his wife and told her he was in a lot of pain. And she said, this is according to him, you'd better get your ass back in that game, dog. (laughs) Marco, has your wife ever sent you a text, anything like that? You'd better get your ass back on the radio, dog. No. (laughs) That would be surprising. That would be surprising. (laughs) Huh. I'm about to get married. I'm not sure I'm ever going to send a text like that to my hubs. You better get your ass back in the office, dog. (laughs) Let's get it, baby. Although maybe, I don't know, maybe he speaks to her that way, so she speaks back to him that way. Not sure. But Tyreek Hill not being out there on the field, you're going to hear a lot of people say, oh, it's evidence that he is the MVP. And he does say the Dolphins will be better for this. But gosh, surprising to see one of the top offenses in the NFL go so completely cold late. What they wanted game plan wise um, was to put a shell over over our team, um, you know, forcing us to run the ball, forcing us to beat them that way. But um, you know, I, when you have someone like Tyreek go down, it, it does make it tough. But then when you also have you know a couple of your key O linemen go down as well, um, you know, it it, it, it does hurt. Um, it, it does hurt the guys up front and sort of the the way we uh, to operate. So they did, the Tennessee defense did certainly force them to run the ball more as opposed to the deep threat. So they wanted less of the vertical and more of the running the ball. They felt like they could contain it, which is what he's talking about with the shell. And not having Tyreek out there certainly changes things because even on half an ankle, he's faster than most of the defenders on the field. But not super effective, though his wife did tell him to get his ass back on the field, dog. Um, And without him, the defense doesn't have to defend the same way, right? Because even when you've got a guy on him or you've got a guy plus uh, safety help, the issue is, of course, that he can split angles, he can run right through you, and once he gets any type of a toenail in front or gets an angle, well, he can be gone. Um, and so without him on the field, you, you don't have to guard against that. You don't have to have put so much help deep and be prepared for that type of a breakaway. But at the same time, what was also happening in this game, and we don't see it a lot right now, but Tua references it, because they lost a couple offensive linemen and because really the Titans' D-line was controlling that scrimmage, that line of scrimmage, they sacked him hard a few times. Five sacks overall, so they were getting a lot of pressure on him. And then another seven QB hits, which meant that he was often rushing to throw the ball. And also, when you get to the quarterback that quickly, he doesn't have the time to wait for his receivers to get downfield so there's a a deep threat. So, yeah, it was actually a, a brilliant Brilliantly executed defensive game plan, though, again, not having Tyreek and the speed that he brings to the table, that definitely changes how the defense has to play. But the Titans turn the ball over three times. They could be a lot cleaner as well. We'll hear from Will Levis, the rookie. He's pointing at a different part of their team as the real heroes on this Monday night rally. And then... Green Bay Packers nearly come back against the Giants despite all of their early miscues, but the legend of Tommy DeVito grows. I was just asking Jay whether or not you think DeVito's family, who is obviously 
Italian thoroughly, through and through Italian, uh, whether or not they do the seven fishes on Christmas Eve. <laughs> I think that's a pretty safe bet. That's what he was saying. He he said, I have no doubt that they do these seven fishes on Christmas Eve. And I think they have more people at the table than they even know who they are. Yeah. Did you see the video of him and his family? They were serving food in the parking lot to tailgaters. Mm-hmm. Could you find a guy who's less assuming? He is, he just, he's just having a grand old time out there. Did you see who was serving the food? It was his cousin. Do you know his cousin? Mm-mm. Danny oh, DeVito. Oh, oh, yes. I'm sorry. I walked right into that. Imagine? Yeah. No, that's really his name. That's right. His cousin, Danny DeVito. He's yes. the chef in the extended family. <laughs> yeah. Funny enough that they're just out there in the parking lot hanging out. He's played flag football games mm-hmm. in Jersey because he actually is from and his family lives, oh gosh, maybe five minutes from, from where I used to live in the same town. Uh, that school that he went to, which is a Catholic boys prep school, I mean, it was a mile. I used to run by it all the time. So. Right. He didn't actually live in that town, though. Yeah. He's from the same, his hometown and where he still lives with his parents mm-hmm. is actually the hometown of my wife. So I know the town very, very well. Yeah, that's funny. So funny. He's just a thoroughly New Jersey Italian yes. kid. Yes. And, and is having a blast. I'm not he's sure. He's doing it the right way. He is. He really is. And he's getting better and better. And that's the part that's so impressive. He, this was definitely by far his best game. Mm-hmm. He's had some good ones and obviously the three straight wins, but he did things uh, last night that he has not done in the prior four starts that he's made. He took a lot of leaps and strides in that game. Yeah, it's been really impressive. Or for those of you who are listening on the West Coast tonight. <laughs> well, I was trying not to say Monday Night Football, but yeah. All you right. The, the one football. thing I do find funny, too, the, 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 the biggest, I don't know, caricature of this whole thing with the family is that's his agent. That's the part that's wild to me. How did you find with, him? With the black, all black outfit and with the, the chain, chain the with the hat chain. on. Yeah. That, yeah, Peyton Manning was called Johnny Fontaine from The Godfather. That's his agent. <laughs> <I know. laughs> the family, so it's the family. Like, all right, you're all Italian. Okay, we, you know. Uh, that's his agent. How did you find him? And he is really, I mean, leaning right in to the whole thing with Tommy Cutlets. Leaning right in. That's his agent looking for more work. Oh, it's so funny. But, I mean, we can make fun, but he does have to be certified with the NFL. It's not like... No, he's an actual agent. That's what I'm saying. Like, we can make fun, but it's not like he's some guy they got off the street. Like, he's an actual agent. Yeah, I just, you know, I I feel like I wonder if they... I I don't know. He's Maybe he's from Jersey, and maybe that was it. I've I've never seen him before. (laughs) The Mannings had a blast with that whole situation. Look, and he's leaning in. tastes so good. I mean, (laughs) he's obviously leaning into the whole thing, and now he's going to have to look like that. Even Kirk Cousins... Said so he's going to have to look like Al Capone every time he goes to a game now. I mean, it's just, it's wild oh, that they were so able to good. find him as the agent. So then maybe that is the best movie script in the NFL this season. We're asking people, what's the best movie script in the NFL this season? If you want to answer uh, next hour. Uh, are you going to be here next hour? Mm-hmm. Okay, good. This time, stick it around. So on our show, Twitter, After Hours CBS, uh, also on our Facebook page, you can weigh in. What is the best movie script in the NFL this season and we'll get to Packers and Giants as well plus the reaction from the Titans locker room which is also a lot of fun if you did not see the guttural yell the guttural roar that came out of Will Levis when the defense held late is super cool good stuff Monday Night Football saving the best for last you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's week 14. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. Just outside the 45-yard line. Excuse me, fourth down, less than three. Tugavailoa looking to throw. He stumbles. He's wrapped up by Harold Landry. Taken down. The Titans' defense stops them. On fourth down and three, Harold Landry and the rest of the Titans' defense smothers Tugavailoa. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. A lot of that going on with the Tennessee Titans defense. Really, the D-line, that first line of defense, if you will, it controlled the scrimmage. It controlled the skirmishes there in front of Tua Tagovailoa, and he was under a lot of pressure in this game. Not something we've seen often with the Dolphins this season. Part of the reason why they've been so successful, part of the reason why the offense has been so potent is because of the time that Tua is afforded behind that line. And it was really a point of emphasis for the Dolphins, of course, to start the season because of his concussions last year. But this was a night in which the Titans got the best of the Tua offense, the O-line specifically that lost a couple people and ultimately to sack him was the exclamation point of this come from behind win. It's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Defense had to hold off the Dolphins in those final four and a half minutes long enough for the Titans offense to be able to rally. But also, how about get them the ball back? Put the ball back in the hands of your QB. That was awesome. Um, You know, I had to keep my composure there a little bit, make sure we finished the job. But I trust in our defense that they're going to get the job done just like they did all night. I mean, they, they won us that game tonight, and they shut down a really potent offense. And if it wasn't for those couple turnovers there in the red zone, um, you know, it would have been even more impressive. So props to them. On the sideline, obviously, we just had hope. We had faith. Um, and obviously, we wanted our offense to execute just like they did. And uh, they came up with big plays. Um, Will did a great job, you know, uh, managing the offense. And uh, they made a good job just making big plays. So we... Uh, we executed on both sides of the ball, and um feels pretty good. It's also really cool when you've got a defense and an offense that are both competing at the highest level at the same time, and certainly that hasn't happened much for the Titans this season. So as you hear with Sean Murphy bunting, 
uh, cornerback for the Titans. He's saying, like, yeah, we had to finish the job. We had to make sure the job was done. Uh, but we had faith that if we could get the ball back to the offense, they could go ahead and put points on the board. That's what they did. And so we had to finish. And I, I love it. It's a thing of beauty when you've got both offensive, defense, of course, special teams as well, though. Generally, you don't want it to be as important or as critical. It, it was in the Giants-Packers game. Uh, but to have the offense and the defense of the Titans both play at the highest level and to get a win like this, it offers such incredible confidence for a locker room and for a group of players that's been beat down this year, right? Not just literally uh, in the ways that they've lost, but losing, it can it can just be discouraging, of course. It can be, at times, deflating. But it can also put your jobs in jeopardy. Not just the coaching staff, but players as well. Wondering how much is going to change in the offseason. So to come up with a victory like this kind of gives you a lift and a renewed energy for the final month. And maybe one win turns into two, and by the time the season is over, it's not quite the same feeling. And the decisions become a little tougher. Mike Vrabel, is he on the hot seat? We will find out. But he was able to watch this front and center, see ever, how everything came together. We've got some some great leaders that have been around and, and helped us win some, some really cl- tough, close games. And, uh, you know, you just got to remember that you know, when you come on a road and you're, you know, whatever – situation you're in is about giving yourself a chance and we did that and make it a game and find a way to win it late and I guess it was disappointing because we were doing that and then you know the mistakes that put us down and then to the players credit they responded this is a big confidence booster for us for sure I mean, this is not the you know record we would hope to have at this point in the season um, not the position we'd hope to be in um, in the playoff race and all that but all we can do is just keep pushing and we talked about that all week, and we had opportunity to come and, and spoil their party and, um, you know, be a really good football team and build confidence going forward, and, and I'm so glad we were able to do that. couple late touchdown drives for Will Levis and the Titans offense, a career-high 327 passing yards for him. And, man, he's seen the best of times, but he's also seen some games in which the offense has struggled. It helps when you have DeAndre Hopkins who can stretch the field. Obviously, when you're giving the ball to Derrick Henry and you're putting him in situations where he can succeed, he can create his own spaces. He is a bull in a china shop. I mean, the guy loves to truck people, and every year we get multiple videos of Derrick Henry stiff-arming defenders, right? So put him in the wildcat. Go direct snap. Give the guy the ball and let him run. And it really has been puzzling this season at times – and, and I've charted it more closely than maybe other running backs because he's on my fantasy team. But there are times when it's it's so puzzling. Why are you not giving him the ball? He is the best player on your team. And so I don't think it's rocket science with the Titans. Use the Derrick Henry run threat. Use that offensive line to be able to set up the rest of your passing attack with Will Levis. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 